Welcome to today's meeting. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer. Please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Welcome to my podcast today. What I learned from Alcoholic Anonymous and who I am today. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful day. Today, the 5th of December, a new state of consciousness comes to us from the daily reflections. He has been granted a gift which amounts to a new state of consciousness and being. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 107. Many of us in AA puzzle over what is a spiritual awakening. I tended to look for a miracle, sometimes dramatic and earth-shattering, but usually happened is that a sense of well-being, a feeling of peace transforms us into a new level of awareness. That's what happened to me. My insanity and inner turmoil disappeared, and I entered into a new dimension of hope, love, and peace. I think that the degree to which I continue to experience this new dimension is in direct proportion to the sincerity, depth, and devotion which I practice the 12 steps of AA. Amen and amen. I'm Fernando, alcoholic once more. I had no confidence when I came into AA. My confidence of self was gone. In addition to hope, faith, believing, and trust, and no confidence in self. The only confidence and courage I was getting is I was getting out of the bottle. So I kept on, kept on in AA, and the confidence started to come back. The smile started to come back. And exactly what it says right here. A feeling and a sense of well-being, a feeling of peace, that transformed me into new levels of awareness. I have been granted a gift. I want to thank God, my higher power, for that gift. I believe he started answering that prayer long ago when I hit my knees, when I hadn't eaten for a couple of weeks, when I was so thin and drunk most of the time, then I couldn't work, I couldn't stop shaking. I finally asked my higher power for help. I said, Father, help me. And within an instant... The words were not even out of my mouth that someone was knocking on on the wall of my door saying, Fernando, they want you at the gas station to go work. I was shaking so bad at the gas station. When I made my application, I insisted that I work that day. I insisted I start today. I kept telling the, the manager at the Chevron gas station. And he looked at me. And he said, okay, you got to fill out an application. I think I was in that hot little room for 20 minutes, and the ink was all over that paper. Sweat and ink and everything and shaking and dribbling, scribbling. Couldn't re- <clears throat> my name didn't come to my mind when it said, what is your name? And it did not come to me. At 23, 24 Thank God for a compassionate society. Thank God. Thank God.
I, I had to learn. I had to get on my knees. I had to learn through hunger and loneliness and despair what it is to drink excessively and be out of control. And Bill W. puts it, my sins, my sins had a hold of me. All right, moving right along to December the 6th. When the chips are down. This is taken from the 12 and 12, page 116. When we develop still more, we discover the best possible source of emotional stability to be God himself. We found that dependence upon his perfect justice, forgiveness, and love was healthy and that it would work where nothing else would. If we really depended upon God, we couldn't very well play God to our fellow nor will we feel the urge wholly to rely on human protection and care. Here's step three, folks. Twelve Steps and Twelve Traditions, page 116. It has been my experience that when all human resources appear to have failed, there's always one who will never desert me. Moreover, he is always there to share my joy, to steer me down the right path and to confide in when no one else will do. While my well-being and happiness can be added to or diminished by human efforts, only God can provide the loving nourishment upon which I depend for my daily spiritual health. Amen and amen. Folks, listen, Fernando Alcoholic, folks, I'm going to take advantage of God's help, God's goodness, God's mercy. I'm going to take advantage of it. Get up and get get dressed, and I'm going to act as though there's a God that's listening to me and caring for me. I am going to act as though that statement, expect a miracle, is real. I'm going to act and get ready. Today, I'm going to shine my shoes. Today, I'm going to be ready. There's a miracle in this program. As I do the deal and my awareness starts to grow, more and more, Good things happen. More and more awarenesses, joys, laughter, goodness, resources. Well, I am a little enthusiastic, and people look at me and say, Fernando, your resources are minimal. <laughs> yep, but I appreciate them. I appreciate them more. I appreciate the help I get from God, Father God. For one, I appreciate the confidence He's given me. That God is there. He He is my dependence. I depend upon God now. I couldn't very well play God and become a control freak to my fellow members or feel the urge wholly to rely on human protection and care. Today is, is the goodness of God that keeps me sober. It's the gift of God. Seeing other alcoholics fully clothed in the right mind. Amen. This is one of my favorite passages of the 12 and 12. And we try and read this and remember it. When I used to have troubles in AA, it was the fact that I hadn't understood step three. 
I hadn't understood how to turn my will and my life over to the care of God because I did not understand him. I did not have a fully, fully understanding who God was. And I wasn't about to understand who. All I could understand is his dealings with me. You know, his, all I can understand is his physical dealings with me and his peaceful uh, indwelling in me. And sometimes I would hear his voice tell me what city to live in, what profession he would speak to me. Sometimes I don't wait enough. I don't hear his voice. So practicing of meditation and being led by a kind, loving, higher power, I call it the powers of good. I am being redirected by the powers of good. So again, my quick acknowledgement when I'm out there and I need help and I'm going the wrong direction, I say, oh, what the heck, I'm going to thank God anyway. I'm going to thank God I'm going the wrong direction. I'm going to thank God I messed up. I'm going to thank God. That's a form of my surrender in my program. I thank God for whatever is eating my lunch. Then I get my higher power's attention. Huh. He's saying thank you, whatever it is. Can you imagine when someone passed by and you haven't seen them for a while? And you and they tell you, thank you. And then you start to wonder, what good did you do that they uh, said thank you? What good? And then you're thinking, ah, what good can I do? How can I help them more? I believe that's the way God sees us when we say thank you. Thank you, I got a flat tire. Thank you. I did get a flat tire, by the way. I was at a meeting, and one of the guys came out and said, Fernando, you got a nail on your big old tire on your pickup truck? He says, don't take out the nail. I was hoping he wouldn't say that, don't take out the nail. And about three or four days later, I got a little confidence in that, ah, those big old rubber tires are fine. I was at the central central office, either turning some money in or picking up some chips or books, and I pulled the nail. Bop. Psh. I said, uh-oh. Well, I said, I got plenty of time. I'm going to drive to the tire store. I went to the tire store and they were packed with people. So I had to park the truck outside and wait and wait and uh, get in line. And, um, and sure enough, when we were ready, the guy got the truck. <clears throat> oh, I put it in the stall. He began to pull the tire off. Vroom, 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 vroom. He pulled the tire. He couldn't get the tire off. He pulled all the lug nuts off. Nothing visible was holding the tire. So he started using the uh, rubber mallet and hitting that tire so it would just spring out. And the brake was not holding the tire. The disc brake didn't seem to be holding the tire. Come to think of it, we don't know what was holding the tire. You couldn't get the tire off the, the thing. And he said, I think your A-arm's bad or, or something, he said. And I said, well, how much you fix it? And he says, well, he didn't think. He said, yeah. 
Anyway, he said, well, I'm going to put the lug nuts back. I can't fix it today. I can't pull the tire out, and uh, I'll move it to the side, and we'll work on it this week. And I said, fine. When he we put the tire back on, he was going to move it to put it to the side and back of the where all the side cars go. <laughs> the car, the truck fell down. It fell down to the ground. It it busted. The axe, whatever, uh, the A-arm busted. And the tire fell inwards in the fender. And can you imagine if that would happen in the freeway? Or if it would happen making a turn? I would have got into a fender bender very easy. Or would have been out somewhere where I needed a tow truck. And it would have been a whole day's work. It was very convenient. And they charged me a good price. And I did both sides of the car, of the truck. Thank you, God, for my tire, the nail on the tire. You know, the nail on the tire kept me, as you already know, from any bigger catastrophe. So I thank God, you know the saying, well, anything else could have happened, something worse could have happened. All right, our last reading is December the 8th. It's called Service. Life will take on a new meaning to watch people recover to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. Alcoholic Anonymous, page 89. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot in our lives. You know, I let me let me finish reading this. It is through service that the greatest rewards are to be found. But to be in a position of offering true, useful, effective service to others, I must first work on myself. This means that I have to abandon myself to God, admitting my faults and clearing away the wreckage of my past. Work on myself has taught me how to find the necessary peace and serenity to successfully merge inspiration and experience. I have learned how to be, in the truest sense, an open channel of sobriety. I'm Fernando, alcoholic. Tell you the truth, I'm still finding stuff on my fourth and fifth step. Things, things that need to be taken care of, little stuff here and there. A lot of it, I don't know how to how to accomplish it. For instance, uh, you know, old companies that are no longer here, right? I remember going to my foreman in the company I work for, and he looked at me like, "You know, you weren't the only one, Fernando." I told him I I, I stole some hoses about maybe five of them, 50-foot hoses out of this warehouse, and I sold them. And uh, he uh, he looked at me like, wow, he hasn't done his fourth and fifth step. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for coming on here today. I just wanted to mention about the meeting I started. I started a 7 a.m. meeting at the park. It's a little cold, nippy, but the coffee is great. And this is what we do. We'll take a literature like this one on page 89. 
Life will take on a new meaning. To watch people recover. To see them help others. To watch loneliness vanish. To see a fellowship grow up about you. To have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. So we'll go ahead and uh, write on it. This and other readings... We'll read for about 10 minutes, and then we will write for about 10 minutes, and then we will take time sharing about what we, what came out from us. Pen, paper, and God, plus honesty. Thank you so much. Let's go ahead and pray out, please, with the Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. Stay.